Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, I know Starkey wants to talk about Arthur Smith and a couple different views on him. I wanted to say something. Did you see the uh, Raiders have hired Cliff Kingsbury yeah. as their offensive Good coordinator? Good for them, I say. I, I would have preferred him over Arthur Smith. Me too. Because he has a background with quarterbacks. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just look at him and I think uh, there's an exciting young offensive mind. I don't feel that way about Arthur Smith and – Maybe I'm totally uh, being unfair to Smith when I say that, but Kingsbury to the Raiders seems like a pretty good hire for the Raiders. Well, and their new coach Antonio Pierce has a history with quarterbacks, right? Developing quarterbacks, and if you're going to hold against him, anybody out there, his head coaching tenure, then why wouldn't you hold the same thing against Artie Smith? I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. My point with Artie Smith from Atlanta is he was still the offensive coordinator. He was calling plays. He has spent five years as an offensive coordinator. He's two and three, I would say, is a fair record. Two, two good years, three bad ones. Yeah, exactly. And when I look at Kyler Murray in Arizona, I thought it went pretty well till they took away his best receiver. 2020 and 21, they were 19 and 14 and went to the playoffs one year. Don't you get statues for that around here? Uh, Yeah, you do, or a lifetime contract. Yeah, I mean, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray was pretty electric early in his career. He was, and I thought Kingsbury had um, a lot to do with that, and he worked with Baker Mayfield previously and Patrick Mahomes in college. And if the idea is, well, why couldn't he win as a head coach in college with Mahomes? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the Texas Tech roster. Have they done a ton of winning there? I I don't know. I would have to see that. Um, I do know this. They average about 26 points a game uh, the one year under Kyler Murray. And, And again, I would feel better about the quarterback situation, about getting the best out of my quarterback if they had hired Kingsbury. And, and they didn't even talk to him. Didn't they promise to cast a wide net, Ron? Uh, yeah, they said. We're I g- thought they did. But I guess 
they were afraid of, uh, you know, somebody else moving in and taking Arthur Smith from uh, under their nose. Tampa probably, yeah. Maybe, and they said, we like this guy. We're not going to let him get away, and it, even if it means us not uh, throwing out that all-encompassing net, we're still going to do it. Just like Russ Brown when he had you there at the Baltimore Evening American. Was that what it was called? News, News American. They yeah. had you and they let you go, Ron. They had me and they let me go. Maybe they'll be proven right, the Steelers, by clearly they had Arthur Smith targeted before their search, him and Zach Robinson. Uh, Zach Robinson never even talked to them. And I don't know that they had much of a search planned. Seems to me they wanted to interview a couple candidates uh, with no intention of hiring them. And then Arthur Smith. And then they got their man. What are the differing opinions on these that you promoted before uh, the break? You said two linemen, one, one I guess, likes them and one not so much. Would you like the like guy or yeah, the let's, guy let's, who doesn't like let's, him? It's a Friday. Let's be positive to start the day. To start, All right. To start this segment. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. Let's go with the uh, Taylor Luan quotes here from whatever podcast he was on. I'll figure that out in a minute. Uh, I think this was, was this Rich Eisen, I believe he was on with? Let's play that one. This is uh, former Titans offensive tackle, Taylor Luan. And, of course, he was very good with Arthur Smith, as was Jack Conklin for one year. That's a pretty good bookend tackle sure situation is. right there. Let's hear from... Taylor right now what are Steelers fans getting with Arthur Smith as the OC Taylor what do you think I love I love that question Arthur Smith listen I know it didn't go the way we wanted Atlanta Falcon fans are saying that he didn't utilize the talent Arthur Smith in 2019 is the reason why we made it to the AFC championship a guy like him he's gonna walk in there he's gonna take pressure off of whoever the quarterback happens to be right because they kind of there's a couple of question marks there Pickett's probably gonna end up being the guy but Najee is going to be the guy that's probably going to smile the most when the season ends about how he's utilized throughout that offense. And I think you're going to see a lot more points on the board for Pittsburgh. Along with that defense, they're going to be a deadly team this year, I believe. So with just the addition of Arthur Smith. Yeah, I, I, and I, I kind of dig that. And just while we're just going totally crazy here, who the quarterback's going to be, I don't know. They, they do love Pickett there. I know they really do. I'm just thinking, is there another quarterback out there? Maybe they raise their hands for Justin Fields if that happens. I don't know. I'm real. That yeah. that's kind of out of character for him. I'm just throwing stuff against the wall, obviously. Or, I, but, you know. And I'm not. I'm not here to throw shade, but I, I just. I'm not 100% sold on Fields yet. Right. I, I I don't, and I'm not a quarterback. He can do th things I could never have done right. at, at the quarterback position. But I think, I think I don't know. I think you get you get Pickett. You take Tannehill, you put him, you play, you place him beside him because you know they got good chemistry, and then you just hope for the best, boys. Hope everything pans out that way. Huh. Give the boy one more shot at the Steelers. Uh, Pick it and Tannehill and hope for the best. Hope for the best. That doesn't sound like the best plan to me. You know, I mean, the bottom line there is, though, he really likes Arthur Smith. The and, reason and, and we thanks. went to the AFC title game. Yeah, how about Derrick Henry a little bit there? Um, and thinks that, uh, that what, what do you say? The Steelers will be deadly? Deadly on offense. Deadly is what he said. I'd They've hope, been I, deadly on offense for I, several years I'd like years them now. to have a little bit of a faint pulse, to be honest with you. So, I mean, there's a guy that clearly, you know, is in Arthur Smith's corner. I hear him, you and, know. And says Tannehill because of his relationship with Arthur Smith. But I think as, uh, you know, when we had on Peter King yesterday, he made it very clear he 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 thinks that uh, Tannehill's best days are way behind him. Pickett and Tannehill 
uh, which teams in the AFC would have a more depressing quarterback situation going into the season? I ask that not jokingly. T- uh, tell me who would have a worse quarterback situation. The Bills with Josh Allen? The Dolphins with Tua? The Jets with Aaron Rodgers? Maybe the Patriots, although they have the third pick in the they're draft. They're going to get a quarterback, and they just hired Alex Van Pelt, the former Pitt quarterback, to be their OC. Well, I don't know that I'd be very excited about that. Uh, he's gotten high reviews from some different people, but uh, you know, I, I know he didn't call the plays for Stefanski in Cleveland, but they liked his work with the quarterbacks. I guess Joe, uh, not Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Flacco. So I don't think anybody except maybe the Patriots in the AFC East, nobody in the AFC North would have a worse quarterback situation. In the South, Houston would have better. Jacksonville would have better. I think Indy would have better. I still think uh, Anthony Richardson has got, a chance to be a good player. He got hurt real early last year. Good point. And also uh, they have Gardner Minshew. Who went to the Pro Bowl. Tennessee with Will Levis and whoever else. That might be comparable, although I like Levis better than Pickett. But that might be a comparable situation. Kansas City, obviously. The Chargers, obviously. I don't know what Denver's what, – what is Denver's situation going into next year? I don't even know. Do you who know, they, Sean, don't play? call me Seth Myers? I I think they played uh, what was it Nate Sudfeld or whoever for oh, like the last Stidham. they played Stidham. yeah Jared Stidham, Stidham for the last couple of games I would imagine that they're going to have to try to find some upgrade from him though and how about the Raiders what was their situation Aiden O'Connell with Jimmy G kind of sitting around yeah so you'd be down there with the Patriots the Titans the Broncos and Raiders. That's that's where you'd be. Not and then what are you saying? Then see what happens. I mean, but that's the kind of company the Steelers keep these days. Have you seen right. the list of teams that have gone seven years or longer without a playoff win? It ain't a pretty list. I can tell you that. And it's the, a short list. And the wise guys have the Steelers as sixty-six to one to win the Super Bowl, so, way down in the pack. Having said all that, I respect his opinion, Taylor Luan, because he played for the he guy and for he him. thinks he's very good. And plenty of other people do. Do we have a dis- do we have a dissenting voice though? We do, and that's uh, uh, well. We have two former Steelers linemen, and we have Trey Essex, who didn't hate the hire. Basically, said this this shows you what the Steelers think of Pickett. They hired a guy to basically hide him to protect him. Yep. Um, but this is Willie Colon. You remember him, Ron? I do. <clears throat> a fan of Willie. Colon? I had a very great relationship with Willie Colon. This is him from uh, I don't know what podcast. The I'll- Carton Show. The Carton Show. Yes. There you go. Here's Willie Colon on Arthur Smith. Well, we have some news about your Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. They've hired Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator. Arthur Smith, obviously <laughs> the former head coach of the Falcons. While he was with the Falcons, he wasn't exactly celebrated for his offensive strategy. How do you feel about this hire? We're loving it in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, come get it. hate it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. You're talking about his, you know, his oh. tenure in uh, Atlanta, man, 7-10. Valley, he didn't have a quarterback. Overall, man, they're really rusting off his laurels, right? He was a great OC in Tennessee, um, but he also had Tannehill, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry. He had some horses, so that's why the offense was so good back in 2019. Here's the good news. He's going from a franchise without a quarterback to a franchise without a quarterback. But the difference is it's not his quarterback. He didn't pick Kenny Pickett. Right. He picked Des Ritter, and he had – so he can uh, – he's a really good – when it comes to understanding how to run the football. Yes. Very, like, very good. Okay. And he gets he gets that aspect of it. He's good play action stuff off of that. And that's what I think they'll go to. But when you draft a quarterback, now you're invested in said quarterback. Sure. And so what they were trying to do is morph this offense into, hey, Des Ritter needs to be our guy. 
when they really need to just go, hey, Des Ritter's not the guy, yeah. but I, I'm the one that invested in him. I'm the one right. that, I'm the one that made that but draft you know, pick. Mark, on that, which, that, that's the part this. I, I have a problem Here's the deal, and I'm okay. with you on that, because believe it or not, there's a franchise in the NFL that, to me, in a good way, is the poster child for owning your mistakes and moving on right away. Correct. And that's the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals, five years ago, thought that Josh Rosen was the answer for them at quarterback. Mm -hmm. yeah. They learned very, very quickly, Josh Rosen can't play quarterback at the NFL level. They didn't wait five years before they decided to go get another quarterback. And we can say what we want about Kyler Murray for another day. He speaks truth there, Carton, at the end. And that was Stink in the middle run. That was Willie was that Colon stink? followed by Mark Schlereth. Stink. Affectionately I, I, known as Stink. I love when we had him on and you go, hey, is it okay if I call you Stink? <laughs> and he said yes. He likes the name. <laughs> stink. And then Carton. So there you go. Uh, that's Willie Colon like, saying he hates the move. Doesn't like the move. Well, we've been through it. I just, I, I just, hiding Pickett, is that the way to go or trying to make him better? Which way do you want to go? I mean, I think I asked, was it Kabali the other day? I read off all their rushing totals from the last half of the season when they were a top-five rushing team in the league and said that they really need a guy to come in and fix their run game. Right. Did I they? I, I don't think so. the last two years at the end, they ran the ball well. What they need is a guy to develop a quarterback, and I'm not sure he's developable, if that's a word, and it concerns me that – you know, part of knowing what you're doing with quarterbacks is identifying guys that you can win with. And Artie Smith's best thinking in Atlanta had him identifying Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, and Marcus Mariota. While he was there, that franchise committed $32 million to Heineke and Mariota and drafted Ritter. Not exactly money well spent. So I don't know if he has an eye for quarterbacks or a way to develop them other than putting Derrick Henry in his backfield and having Ryan Tannehill run play action where everybody's wide open because Derrick Henry's in your backfield. Right. I wonder about that. He is he is a creative run game guy, though. In Atlanta, I remember when they played the Steelers, Cordero Patterson, who was a converted receiver, became a really good runner. He can clearly, like... Um, orchestrate a run game, but you know who else could? Matt Canada by the end of last season. They ran the ball well. They were running the ball well. Like that seems to me to be the easy part, honestly. The hard part is can you create an explosive offense that strikes quickly and scores more points, which is what Mike Tomlin says he wants. I don't see, uh, I know this guy averaged 30 points a game in Tennessee, and I'll say it again Derek Henry plus AJ Brown. But who wasn't yet? Who wasn't yet problematic? Your point, your point is, you know, to win in the NFL today, and 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 Tomlin is, is, even says this: you need splash plays, you need chunk plays. You're not going to be able to do a 15 play drive down the field very often without a holding penalty or a false start or something. You need to be able to mix in some uh, splash plays, chunk plays. Is this guy's offense going to be able to do that? We'll see. They started to get some at the end of the year. With Mason. Yes, yeah. they did. I think it's just so fascinating that at the end of that clip, they talk about moving on from a quarterback if you know right away that it's not the answer. Yes, that part. Yeah. They brought up Arizona, but we have another example that I'm sure we're going to hear about a little bit later that's now playing in a Super Bowl that was in that same situation. So you could argue that much more than the OC is the bigger question for the Steelers to rectify their offense. I mean, you have to move on. 
and I say sooner rather than later. There's some mistakes in history like Drew Brees, you know. Nick Saban should have chosen Drew Brees over Dante Culpepper when he was in Miami. He might still be coaching in the NFL if he had chosen Drew Brees. But usually the old Bill Walsh thing, 25 games is enough to tell, and you got to move on. It's time for New England to move on. Probably time for Chicago to move on because of the money they'll have to pay Justin Fields, and you're still not sure about him. Not 100% sure. Arizona's a great example. The L.A. Rams moved on from Jared Goff and won a Super Bowl. They said that's enough. He can get us only so far. Good for them. 49ers are willing to do anything. And by the way, can we play that next? The uh, Is it Jed York or Ned York? What's the name? Jed. Jed, Jed the owner of the uh, yeah, yeah. 49ers. He had a great quote on Kyle Shanahan and I thought it uh, and his evaluation of Purdy and I thought it really speaks to um sometimes you have to stick with a guy a little longer but ultimately you just need to play your best player and if you don't have one you move on and you move you on find and one. you move on yes it's happened elsewhere in the league the Eagles moved on for Carson Wentz they drafted Jalen Hurts they moved on good move Right? Miami had Tannehill. Not good enough. Eventually, they landed Tua. We'll see about him. But he looks pretty good so far. Sometimes great. That's just the way of the world, and how it relates to the Steelers is pretty obvious. You're going to waste another, or you're going to potentially waste another year auditioning Kenny Pickett? Or do you already know he's not the guy to take us somewhere? I wonder. I wonder, and I wonder if you, if you gave true serum to Omar Khan. Andy Weidel, Art, and Mike, if they would all have the same answer to that question. I bet they would. I bet they're not at all sure. Well, yes or no? Like I'd say probably no right now, but still willing to leave the door ajar, as Tomlin would always say. That's a risky if, if move you, if you for a guy you don't yes, think is the guy. If to, you had to, to say yes or no right now, I, I think they'd say maybe, but if you want one or the other, I think they would say no. Yeah, and then are you willing to potentially waste a whole season with your defensive stars getting older? You know, you mentioned Purdy. I I don't know who said it the other day. I thought it was pretty good. That Purdy is pretty it? good. Pretty good. You like that horse? Yeah, I do. He's in the Super Bowl against Mahomes, and he's in a really, pretty much, at least personally, a can't win situation. If they win, it'll be the Forty ers Shanahan system and the players around him. If they lose. It's because he's not good enough, right? And I think that's probably a pretty good assessment. Might be a lot fair. of people. A lot of people don't think Purdy is a Purdy. I love saying that is a very good quarterback. Yet he's in the Super Bowl and had a chance if he hadn't got hurt last year, maybe to go to two in a row. Maybe is it the yeah. system, the teammates? I think if he or a it, combination of I think it's a combination of everything. It's a similar team to when they went before and Jimmy G didn't make the big throw. I think if he has a good they game, they just showed that play. Yeah, when he it was against Kansas. Emmanuel City. Sanders was, was wide he open. He was wide open and he overthrew him. And they showed Shanahan on the sidelines going, "Oh, kind of like Tom Landry yeah. when Jackie Smith dropped that pass." Exactly. Look at that. Mahomes is already third in playoff, tied for third in playoff history and playoff wins. Brady with thirty-five. Montana with 16, and then a bunch of three guys with 14. Including Bradshaw. I think Purdy will be a big winner in one sense, Ron. He's going to make a lot of money if he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, he will. Pretty soon. He will. How do you feel? The jury, for me, he, ha- he still has a blow-up factor in him. 
I thought in that Green Bay game, he was done, and he was the reason they were done, and the Packers let him off the hook, and he then he played well in the fourth quarter. He really did. But he's got, to me, that that and he had a four something in him where you, yeah, Baltimore. where you can see, yes, where looked, you can see him looked imploding. Horrible, looked horrible. horrible. I want to see him win a Super Bowl. If he does, and if it's not the type of thing where he plays like crap and they win anyway, I'll give him he's, full marks. He's got nine days. He's going to show you one way or the other. What do you think? I'm not 100% sold. Uh, I, 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 again, I was never the Drew Brees' biggest fan. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel that way about Purdy. I want to see a little more. Um, I buy the system argument. I buy the, you know, not everybody has those receivers and Kittle and certainly McCaffrey, but he's still going to have to make plays and he makes plays to beat that Kansas city defense and Mahomes. I'll tip my hat. Well, coming up next, let's take a listen to this story. I can't believe really that he told this story. Jed York. It was sort of way inside baseball and could leave a couple of people not feeling too good about themselves, but it was fascinating. And also, what exactly happened with Bill Belichick? Maybe the greatest coach in NFL history was available. Why didn't he get a job? Great story in The Athletic and also by uh, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, on who might have been most interested and who might still be when Belichick is done. We'll talk about that next, or when Belichick comes back. Fan Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Text line, brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates. Personal injury law firm, where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. It's 11.30, time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do or you. Ray Fittipaldo, top of the hour. Going to ask him all kinds of things about Arthur Smith, about some of the futures of the Steeler players, about who the next backup quarterback might be and or maybe course, the starter. And, of course, free association. Of course. Ray loves it, and he plays the game very, very He's well. He's gotten better. He's gotten a lot better. Tyler Kennedy got an A-plus on he his was, first. He was very good at it. Wow, was he good. How about some of his answers, Ron? It almost feels like the answers came and went. Best wrist shot he ever played with was James Neal. Best backhander, Sid. Best stick handler, Gino. Best one-timer, Pavelski. Hardest shot against was Zdeno Chara. Man, he was big. He could shoot it. You know, I was thinking of James Neal. That was one of the great trades for both teams, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a hell of a hockey trade. James Neal. Was a forty goal, fifty goal man? No, when uh, I think he was forty when Malkin had fifty. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, Malkin loved playing with him, but they got horny. They got horny back. They did, and Neil never got close to forty goals again. You know, the the Penguins, and Neil was not a great playoff player here either. It seemed like yes. the blue paint was not a place he wanted to be, and that's where Patrick Hornquist lived. I think he was suspended in the one that – remember that Philly nightmare? Yes. Where they all were yes. – like a bunch were suspended? Uh, and Patrick Hornquist became a guy who helped them win Stanley Cups. That's, yeah, a, that's a classic hockey trade. He'll always be known as horny. Horny, of course. <laughs> Fastest skater Tyler Kennedy ever played with was Chris Connor. Yeah, that one surprised me. Holy horse Against run. doesn't surprise me. McDavid, McDavid is the fastest in the history of the game. 
Best overall skater. Sid. Good on the edges. Good Sid. in everything and, he and does. McKinnon, right? And Nathan McKinnon. Yep. Two guys from the little bit of little bit of same hometown in Nova Scotia, Cole Harbor, right? Isn't that amazing? And yeah. one shootout to save the world. He took Joe Pavelski over everybody that he's played with. He loved Pavelski. But then T.J. Oshie. T.J. Oshie. Wasn't he in the Olympics? Against. Where was it? Yeah, he scored like thirteen they straight sent him goals out or something. Time it was ridiculous. After time after time, right? Amazing for Team USA. All right, I mentioned this Jed York quote, which is great stuff. The Niners owner, correct? He is a, correct. He's managed to mm-hmm. Denise DeBartolo York mm. is his wife, you know, the son of uh, a, a daughter, sister, I can't, of, of Eddie Jr. I guess it's Eddie Jr.'s sister. So he got up in front of the media yesterday and told an incredible story about Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy from Purdy's rookie year when he was Mr. Irrelevant in camp. And they already had the high-priced Jimmy G and the guy that they hoped was the future, Trey Lance. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Got to talk, and that's generally not a good thing when your coach tells you got to talk. Like, all right, what's up? And he's like, uh, I think our third string quarterback's our best quarterback. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, he's like, obviously, like we've invested in Trey. Like Trey's doing a good job. Like we're going to do everything that we can. We're not going to change that, and we're not going to change the chart, the depth chart. But like, I, I, I think Brock will end up being our quarterback at some point, and like he didn't force it. Right? You had two injuries, and that's how Brock ended up playing. But he's he's always honest, even if it's not like one thing that owners don't love to hear when they've invested money 
and or draft picks or both into people that the last pick in the draft is the guy that we think is the best. That's, that's generally not great news, um, but, but he's honest and he let it play out the right way. You know, Brock, I think, ironically, I think his first game was against the Chiefs and he, he had some mop up time and I, Brock, I think he threw one ball into the stands and, you know, I may or may not have had some sarcastic comments for, for Kyle post game. Um, but when Brock took over last year, like, I think we had a calm about us, but there was a sense that like, nothing catches you by surprise. And, and again, like you, you might not love everything that Kyle tells you, but he's always open and honest, especially in the moment. And he's very clear about that with me. It's like, look, I will tell you exactly what I think of a player, a situation, a coach in the moment but that might not be how I feel three weeks from now. So that's a story from way in. Can you imagine art telling a story like that? A picket or something. <laughs> that's a story from way inside the walls of, yeah, that was good. of the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, how would you like to, like you invest all the, you, what they gave up for Trey Lance is just ridiculous, right? Yeah. And then the last guy you take turns out to be your Super Bowl quarterback. He comes up to the owner, Kyle Shanahan, says, I got to talk to you. And he's thinking this isn't good. And he says, our third quarterback is our best quarterback. Right. Wow. Turned out to be prophetic, didn't it? I'm a little skeptical that that's 100% accurate. Tell me more. I think Shanahan probably thought that they had something good with Purdy. But do you remember, they wanted to move on from Jimmy G before that season started. He was sitting around coming back from injury, doing nothing. He right. was, like, working right. out. Yeah. He wasn't even with camp with Correct. Him, right? They decided to restructure and bring him back very late in the process. I think it was, like, at towards the end of training camp. So if they had already known Purdy was that good, they wouldn't have needed to bring Garoppolo back. So I think that, obviously, it makes sense to bring back a veteran in case Lance faltered. But if they knew Purdy was going to be the best out of that group, I, I don't know that they would have brought Jimmy G back. I didn't expect this take from Sean. Did you, Ron? I did not. He came flying in from fan. the left like say? a wrestler off the ropes. Exactly right. I was. I don't, te- I was I don't think. I don't think he was that. Just because he thought this guy would be their best, I don't think he was ready to play him at the beginning of his rookie right. year. Yeah, I, I. I think it was kind of like they felt pretty good about him, and that if they have to go to him down the road, okay. But I don't think they were, to your point, ready to. to they have didn't think him. he was the next Joe Montana. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he played because the two starting quarterbacks in front of him both suffered season-ending injuries, who knows what he, – maybe he still isn't even playing if he doesn't get that opportunity because of injuries. How about that? How uh, about that? He's very insightful. I think that he spotted something special in Purdy early, though. I do. I mean, that would be a hell of a thing to just to make up that story. Sean, don't call me sad. I, I think there's a gray area, too. Yeah, I think that they, they believed in him. Again, I was terrified when – Garoppolo went out because the Niners were rolling and I'm like well there goes their season they're bringing this you know last overall pick that's that's a rookie you know you can't expect him to do anything and right out of the gate his very first start he was already better than what they had with Jimmy G he was throwing the ball down the field so did not take him a while to ease in certainly well apparently do you believe in him you're a 49ers fan yes or do you believe in Shanahan and the teammates Brock Purdy 100 percent okay what did you make of his horrendous showing against Green Bay until the fourth quarter? His it, horrendous showing Baltimore. against Baltimore. And he also threw a pick and a, and a bad one 
against Detroit before he had a good second half. I don't hold the Detroit one against him at all. But if you remember their loss against Cleveland, the Green Bay game was eerily similar to that. The difference is he set them up for a game-winning field goal against Cleveland. Moody missed it. Against Green Bay, they were able to finish it off. He was bad for three quarters in both of those games and then kind of showed the flair of the dramatic late. Baltimore, you just erase that game. But I'll say this. His entire first season, he did not have a single bad game. And then the first, when, whatever they played Cleveland, it might have been their sixth game. I think they were 5-0. and oh. Yeah. He had not played a bad game his entire NFL career to that point. So I think you expect a young player is going to have some bad games. I'm not too worried about it. Although he really has not had a complete game so far this postseason. I, I do think that he is very legitimate. He's athletic. He's got the elusiveness. Man, he showed that. Yeah. He took off yeah, like I a, didn't know he could take off. He had off. a couple very nice scrambles. He's the complete opposite of Pickett where he senses, and I think we saw this a couple times. I don't remember who it was for the Steelers. Maybe, I want to say maybe it was Minka, came in completely unblocked, and Purdy just completely spun away from him and left him in his dust. Yeah. He's got a sense of where the rush is coming, and he eludes it, gets out, and then he yeah, can I think throw on the that's run. That's one of Pickett's biggest weaknesses. Yeah. The pocket presence in the field. Ben had that presence that he knew where everybody was coming from. And I don't sense that at all with Pickett. Oh, man. I went back like you and watched uh, the Super Bowl winning drive Did against you the Cardinals. That? The first something? couple plays, he's got guys coming at him left and right, and Ben just knew how to navigate he away from he, them. He, he, had, he had a sense. He had an incredible pocket presence. The fact that he wasn't the MVP of that game is ridiculous. It really is. They yeah. give it to the quarterback every time. Tom Brady won the MVP award in a year where Ty Law had a, had a pick six. It's, it was the most unjust MVP award ever. The quarterback almost always gets it. Yeah, and almost always gets the MVP awards regular season. Yes. Almost always gets the Heisman Trophy every season. It, it You know, quarterbacks just have that aura about them. I'm convinced that uh, what he was going through, what he put himself through, I should say, uh, off the field. Uh, definitely played a role in that. How, why wouldn't you pick the quarterback any other year if that had happened? And I think any other quarterback, and he's the MVP of that game. That drive was something, wasn't it? Although just two years ago, they picked Cooper Cup over Stafford, didn't they? Uh, did they? I don't yeah. even remember that. Yeah, Cooper Cup. I mean. But how about that drive to win that game? Unreal. Just unreal, the throws Starting with the holding penalty. Just watching him navigate around and have this deft sense of just when to get rid of the ball. They're off. That was one of the great. And I know his first words after the Super Bowl was, how do you like him now, O-line? Remember that? Something like that. Right. He, he won in spite of his offensive line. That's what I would have to say about that. And he was under severe duress on multiple plays on that, on that winning drive. Do you guys see any comparison between early Ben and, and Pickett in terms of Ben didn't have to do a whole lot with that no. offense? No, no, I don't either. No, 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 no. Or excuse me, I, my mistake. Early Ben and Purdy is what I meant to say. Oh, Purdy. Oh, yeah, okay. my mistake. Said Pickett. No, no. So I don't. I don't think Purdy is nearly as physically gifted as Ben was. Maybe in terms of, hey, you've got great guys around right. you. Right. His first year, he really didn't have to do a whole well, lot. They, they, they well, just wanted it. Yeah, they did. They had defense and they had Jerome. They did, but I always have thought that the idea of Ben as just a game manager when he came aboard has always been a little bit um, misguided 
because there were games, especially down the stretches of games, where he was unbelievable and was winning games that they would have lost with Tommy Maddox before that. Like, the idea that they would have gone 15-1 and one, regardless, to me, just is, is, is false. Do you agree with that, Ron? I, I do. I mean, Ben was a good quarterback, but they, 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 he, he felt like he was like they had handcuffs on him a little bit. Um, sure. That they didn't and they did. Him, and they did. But I mean, I, we still saw incredible plays that he made, even as a rookie. I mean, I'll think of some games at Dallas when they beat Parcells. He was 21 of 25 for two touchdowns and made one of the top three plays of his career. You go back and look at the, him scrambling around and throwing to Heath Miller. He scrambled around for like 10 seconds. And found they, Heath on the right sideline, yes, right? I two touchdowns, no picks. They lose that game, not only with Maddox, but maybe any other quarterback in the league. Uh, when they beat a great New England team, he was 18 of 24. Two touchdowns and no picks, including the bomb to Plexico. So to answer your question, Sean, no, I've never believed that. He's just a different specimen than Brock Purdy. And he never had a game. Uh, well, you're talking last year. See, the problem for me with Purdy is there have been now two games recently where I thought every pass that he put in the air was going to get picked off. Like, he imploded. Well, that Baltimore game was, yeah, you just have to wipe that one away. There was nothing to salvage positive from that game whatsoever. And when I look at really good quarterbacks, I never feel that way. I could watch Mahomes, Burrow, people like that have game. Even Josh Allen, who has had a ton of turnovers, watching him in-game, if he throws a pick or even two, I never get the feeling this has fallen apart. Every time this guy drops back, I'm cringing. I've now had that feeling twice with Purdy pretty recently. But that's just my set of eyes, Ron. That Baltimore game was just hideous. But, I, you know, Baltimore also has a very special defense, too. But you can't throw four picks against anybody, right? Yeah, it's more than that. It's every time he dropped back, and I got the same feeling against Green Bay. And he salvaged it with a really good fourth quarter, but I thought he was luckily put in that position to do that. That's all. I think there's. I think going into this game, there's a chance he could blow up. That's. He better not blow up against the other guy. And the other thing about that Jed York quote is, there's realities with quarterbacks too. There's him telling his boss that basically I realize we've invested a lot in Trey and that's not going to change for the time being. And Trey did get a chance that year, right? Yeah. So he started the season and then uh, suffered a season ending injury early in the second game. They actually lost the first game in Chicago in, a, in like in a, a monsoon. Yeah. And then they were up early, I think in the second game and Lance maybe second quarter suffered right. a, an ankle injury and he was out for the rest of the season. Exactly. So he was commit. They were committed to that at the time. They weren't going to change it. And they knew that Jimmy G um, was going to be back and that they were paying Jimmy G. They weren't going to bring in Brock Purdy at the beginning of the year. But the way I relate that is there's a reality here in Pittsburgh that they're going to give Kenny Pickett a chance. They're going to find out for themselves once and for all whether this kid that – imagine how much you have to believe in a guy to invest the 20th pick in the draft and stake your immediate – and maybe long-term future to him. They want to make sure that they know one way or another. With, isn't, it, isn't it hard to believe that both he and Pickett and uh, Purdy are second-year guys? You know, one one has achieved a little more, hasn't he? Yeah. A little more.
Well, do you buy the theory guess. that if he put Pickett in San Francisco, he would have achieved a lot more? Uh, he might have achieved more. I don't know that he would achieve what Purdy has. I don't know. I don't know. I have not. I don't know. I've not seen that. I think to the point where I think he's better than Purdy. Me neither. But it would be interesting to see sure. him with an all. How would Purdy do with Matt Canada? Exactly. It would be interesting to see Kenny Pickett with. Trent Williams in front of him and Christian McCaffrey behind him and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Ayuk and then a defense that has all pros at every level. This one does too, but that one's way better. Yeah, but I know it's a little different with McCaffrey now, but I think back to, you remember they went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G and then he got hurt the next year and, and they missed the playoffs. I mean, they've had other guys fill in that aren't great quarterbacks like Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard and those guys couldn't get it done. So I don't think it's as simple as put in, you know, a mediocre quarterback and he'll look very good. You certainly can accentuate Pickett would look better with the Niners than he would with the Steelers, but I don't think they're a particularly great team with Kenny Pickett at quarterback. Who knows, right? I mean, he's 14 and 10 here. Would that transfer to 18 and 6 there? 18 and, yeah, 18 and 6 there. I, I just wonder. And I... I'm pretty convinced that if Brock Purdy had been here the last couple of years, things he might still be Mister Irrelevant. Well. Right? Would he be better than 14 and 10? He might still be Mister Irrelevant. I I think he's definitely a way better quarterback. So the record stuff, there's a lot of factors that go in. You mentioned with defense that the Niners have or the Steelers have, but I think he's pretty clearly better than Pickett. I don't know how you could argue otherwise. I'm not. I'm wondering if he would have been any good here. I think he is better than Pickett. Yes, I would agree with that. But I, I think it's also fair to wonder if you put an all-pro team around a guy. Uh, I think maybe Nick Mullins wouldn't do good. But I pick it is 14 and 10 here. You know? And if you want to take the other side, Garoppolo did nothing with the Raiders after he was a pretty good quarterback with the 49ers. Right. Doesn't that underscore the point? Uh, to me, I think his best days were, were behind him anyway. He's had too many injuries, and he's starting to get He's not old, old, but he's getting up there. So I, I think in his prime, he was a pretty good quarterback. But I think we saw last year he was kind of taking a step back from the 2020 or 2019 seasons. All of Sean's points are well taken. I agree Ron. with every syllable. The last, Not quite half syllable, but every syllable. Yeah, I don't. But I think his points are well taken. <laughs> and he jumped in on the Whitfield thing with Al Equipo a couple weeks oh, ago and was really good on that. Rose to the occasion for that. This man is a seasoned veteran. He is. He calls games. He's the voice of games. What's your next assignment? Penn Trafford boys hosting McKeesport tonight. Remember Pekka Arsic for Penn Trafford? Is Absolutely. that his name? I remember Paul Zeiss for Penn Trafford. <laughs> was he a good player? He must have been. He went I think to Point he was Park a college soccer goalie, right? What? Yeah, he told. I think I was on a show with producing for He and Roundtree, and, and Zeiss said he played goalie. Wow, collegially, he was, I was, he was a he'd be a big goaltender, sizable goaltender. I was a naked water polo goalie. Have I told you that story? <laughs> yeah, he has. You've told Maybe me. Maybe another move time. On. Nobody him, got let, close let, to you. Another time. Let him move on. We don't need to hear it again. I was good too. I'd fly off the side of the pool and make diving catches, Ron. <laughs> uh, the fifty-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating fifty years in the South Hills. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. 
And it's 11.58. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. Ray Fittipaldo next. What does he make of the Arthur Smith hiring? I wonder. I'm going to ask him to put a grade on it. Ray is a professor of football. He grades the Steelers every week. Give us a grade for this hiring. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Cloudy today with a high of 42. Warmer this weekend. It's Cook and Joe. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.